Hey, my name is Zach, and this is the Plaid Jacket Philosopher, the podcast for tradespeople and the blue-collar middle class. I'm hoping to punch a few holes in the stereotypes that surround blue-collar workers and hopefully share a lot of the stories behind how we got into our line of work and the honest joy you can get from working outside of the office space. The plan is to mix in interviews as well as some solo stories from job sites, fatherhood, and personal experiences that led me to where I am today. Some will be funny, some will be personal, but hopefully any and all content here can help broaden what your opinion is of the blue-collar middle class. Hey, hey, hey. Hopefully you guys are having a good week. Uh, I nearly didn't publish an episode this week because it's been so goddamn hot. It's been, you know, another rolling part of this heat wave. It's ramping up again. BC is just experiencing crazy, you know, levels of uh, dry and hot weather. So it's it's been nuts as well as, you know, everything else going on in the summer. It's tough to kind of sit down and get a podcast recorded. Well, at least that's the excuse I'm making up in my head. So anyway, I, I almost didn't release one this week, but it's Tuesday night, the night before the, the podcast release day. And I, you know, something kind of landed in my news feed that kind of got me thinking and kind of annoyed me a little bit, to be honest. So anyway, I'm going to read a little bit of this this post that was shared. It's by some guy. I don't know if he's a pastor or a preacher or what, but he, he talks about trying to recreate a connection with the divine. Anyway. So I'm just going to read some of this post. So I have often rallied against the American narrative that hard work and intelligence will lead to a comfortable and perhaps even a wealthy life. The rich love to preach this doctrine because one, it elevates their status, making them worthy of all that they have. Two, it reduces their guilt over having so much more than others, as those others were clearly not worthy of riches. And three, it pacifies the less well-to-do by placing the blame of their or for their lack of success squarely on their shoulders. But this narrative is a lie. While intelligence and hard work are indeed good things that may help a person advance, they are far from a guarantee of success. The systems in which we live in are increasingly aligned against anyone rising beyond the station into which they are born. And even under the best of conditions, there are those who are exceedingly smart and have worked very hard but are unable to make any headway. And then those there are those who are lazy, who rise very little, who sorry, who rise very far though through little effort of their own. I've often said that luck is the single greatest factor in any success. Now it goes on kind of trying to justify this through, uh, what is it, a quote by Luther or reading Luther. I don't know exactly who he's talking about. But anyway, uh, from a, a sermon. Anyway, so he's trying to justify this biblically, I suppose. But the idea here. I mean, obviously, it's going to kind of grind my gears a little bit. It goes against a lot of my philosophy. So maybe there is a little bit of, you know, maybe I'm being partial or taking offense to this because it goes squarely against what I kind of talk about, the the ideas that I like to kind of think about and what I kind of strive for in life. But this idea that that everything is just based on luck, to me, falls so short because it's basically saying that the value that everybody should be striving for is luck. Well, how do you strive for luck? I mean, honestly, like the very definition or the very idea of luck is that it's it's happenstance, it's random, things just happen. Like, you know, you could get struck by lightning or you could have a million dollars fall into your lap. Like, again, luck is not something to aim at. How do you aim at it? The very definition of it means that it can't be you know, sought out. It's just, it randomly comes to you. So the idea of preaching 
luck as the highest value or the the goal or the only reason why anybody gets ahead to me is so misleading and so so stupid to be frank like how do you even pose that as as a goal to go after or a, a value to seek out or you know something to aim at you can't aim at luck so anyway this and again so this week I have nothing written down. I'm really just kind of flying by the seat of my pants and thinking this one through as I go along. Normally, I've got, you know, a few notes to go off of that I've thought about, but this week just hasn't, it hasn't worked out for planning out a podcast episode. But again, this one just kind of got me thinking and it frustrates me to no end because again, like how do you preach that as an ideal, as something to strive towards luck? Like the reason why hard work and effort are, you know, lauded as as good goals or something to aim at, something to orient yourself with. It, it they're just tools in your toolkit, right? Like that's, and I mean, there's there's a lot of psychological data and research put into that. I mean, two of the personality traits that are most associated with financial success are industriousness and conscientiousness. So. Let's go through those. So what is, you know, I'll just give you a brief rundown on what industriousness is. So exceptionally industrious people are extremely likely to be successful in school and in administrative and managerial positions, particularly if they are intelligent. So this, again, goes hand in hand. These aren't these aren't the only things that will get you through life or help you be successful in life. And again, I'm not discrediting the idea of luck playing a role in people's lives. Of course, that's true. Of course, people, you know, run into bad luck. You know, you get a cancer diagnosis and then your whole life is derailed. Or, you know, like, again, people in this podcast, Dustin gets a, a spinal injury from, <laughs> from an infection. Like, or again, David, the idea of self-responsibility and the ability to respond to the fact that his son had a stroke in utero. Like these, these horrible things happen to people and yes the flip side happens some people are incredibly lucky they win the lottery and you know maybe they're the type who actually continues on in wealth and they don't declare bankruptcy within five years because statistically that's more likely to happen but anyway maybe you are incredibly lucky and there is luck involved in success of course there is of course there is but you can't you can't say that that is the only factor to anybody getting ahead in life because then what do you aim for how do you even you know, how do you go through life like that? So anyway, continuing on. So again, particularly if they are intelligent, they live to work and always have to be doing something useful. They do not at all like to sit around. They are extremely dutiful. They never put things off. They do not mess things up. They always finish what they start and they do it on schedule. They are always obsessed and accomplishing more in less time with fewer resources. They have exceptional focus. So that is the analytical breakdown of industriousness. Again, that's a personality trait that is obviously associated to success. And that definition, you know, you understand why. Now, another thing. So again, this is now conscientiousness. So people high in conscientiousness are dutiful. They slog away until the work is done. They work hard and dislike wasting time. They are unlikely to procrastinate, particularly if they are also below average in neuroticism. If a highly conscientious person promises to do something, he or she will probably do it even in troubled circumstances, without excuses, they are decisive, neat, organized, future-oriented, reliable, and not easily distracted. Now, 
what I'm reading off of is it's a, a personality test. It's called understandmyself.com. It's a personality test that I took. And, you know, I mean, I going through my different traits on here, it's it's fascinating. I think it's, I don't know if the costs have changed. When I did it a couple of years ago, it was eight bucks. It takes maybe half an hour to do the, the test, the, the quiz there. And it spits out a pretty accurate description of your personality traits. So those are two of the traits that are most highly associated with success, specifically financial success. Now, again, the reason for reading those out is because this post that I saw, and again, it's trying to, it's trying to kind of attack just the idea of working hard and building yourself up. The idea of personal responsibility and of being able to build yourself up with your own two hands. I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be through physical labor. It could be through, you know, some other entrepreneurial venture or something else. But the idea here that hard work and, you know, putting the time in will not pay off and does not mean you're successful. I mean, that's false. As far as statistically goes, like, you are more than likely, you're more likely to be successful if you put in work, you work hard, and you are intelligent than if you aren't. Like, I mean, it's, maybe it's unfortunate because it, it does create a disparity that's unavoidable when, when you have certain traits that will boost you to the front of the line that creates discrepancies. And yes, that's, you know, that's, um, I don't know how to deal with that. I don't know if anybody knows how to deal with that, especially when some of these things are just ingrained in us, their personality traits, their, you know, things like IQ or intelligence, their you know, they're things that we're born with. And so it's tough to try to equalize that playing field when certain traits will give you a leg up on the advantage, or, or sorry, will give you a leg up on the competition. And that's, again, I, I don't know how we change that or how it's, how to alter that. But by then saying that, you know, that is somehow some lie purported by the rich to, you know, justify themselves being where they are, and then lay blame on people who aren't in that position, I think is a lie. I, I think that's completely a lie. And by saying that somebody's financial success is based solely on luck, or at least primarily on luck, is again, that's that's totally false. Like that just reeks of envy and resentment to me. And while like, even I'll admit, like there's obviously different obstacles in people's paths, right? And it does seem you know, it may be more difficult with all the different, um, you know, systems in place and different loopholes you've got to jump through in order to get ahead in life. Like, I get it. It's it's tough. It is. But, I mean, what what is more of a demoralizing message than it's all luck? Because then where does that leave us? Like, how do we, you know, that that doesn't even take into play the consideration of creating your own luck. Like that's often associated with working hard, grinding away, and then you'll catch a break just through through sheer effort. You're able to create something that, oh, like this works or, oh, this this is exactly what I needed. Like the idea of creating your own luck, I think, is is awesome. It, it's great because it also ties hand in hand with your striving towards a goal. But that's a very big difference than saying that nobody earns anything they're given. It's all about luck. Talk about a depressing idea and something that really means why would you put in any effort? Because 
it's all just luck that got people to where they are. No matter how hard you work, no matter what you do, you're not getting anywhere. No matter how smart you are, it doesn't matter. You know, it, it's only based on luck. I can't think of anything that is more depressing or would push you farther down into a depressive state than that. And again, you know, I mean, it starts off right away by attacking, even calling it the the American mentality. And I'm Canadian, so, you know, I don't even think it's necessarily the American mentality. I think maybe, maybe you could call it a Western mentality. I think I would, I could go along with that. Um, but it's, again, it's the idea of you can build yourself up, you know, the American dream. You know, even as a Canadian, we're all familiar with that, where you can start from nothing and build yourself up. And I agree, that's probably getting a lot harder nowadays because of all the different loopholes, the different, you know, bureaucratic mess that's in the way of, of you trying to kind of build yourself, create a business, do whatever you can through, again, like an entrepreneurial venture or just working hard. Like, I mean, and this isn't, I don't want to get this to be political because, again, I, I try to veer away from that whenever I can or as well as I can. But, I mean, there there are different things put in place that do stop people from rising up on their, on their own two feet. And, I mean, some of it, and again, not getting political, like I understand tax money has to go somewhere. Uh, I'm not, you know, against the idea of helping people out who who can't do it on them, their own, you know, there are people who do need a hand up and that's part of the tax money. But, you know, the, uh, the dragnet that is taxes <laughs> that really will hold you back from, from getting that much farther ahead. I mean, that's, that's true, you know, so I understand that there are more um, impediments nowadays to the idea of the American dream than maybe there once was. But that doesn't mean that idea should be scrapped and thrown to the wayside, you know. And, and also, I mean, maybe I'm just talking myself out of this, but no, I'm not. Uh, but, you know, there's obviously people out there who get an easier road, whether it be through, I don't know, through their their, their very birth or, I don't know, again, winning the lottery. Maybe luck does strike for them. Maybe. But think about it, too, like... Think about how lucky we are to be living here, to be born where we are, or to be, you know, moving through life where we are in the U.S., in Canada, wherever. Like, I mean, you could have just as easily been born into North Korea and good luck doing anything. It, it doesn't matter, you know, even luck. <laughs> there, there's no real luck there. You're either born into one class or you're born into the other class and if you're born into the bottom class you're you're done you've got nothing I mean I think I just saw actually on Instagram today that uh, Yomi Park is going to be on Rogan's podcast and so I'll have to actually listen to that episode but you know she's made her rounds on the Lex Friedman podcast and the Jordan Peterson podcast and a number of others and the stories that she shares coming out of North Korea are stark they're terrifying they're brutal i recommend anybody who listens to this and enjoys this uh check out one of those podcasts with yomi park or read her book uh, i believe it's called in order to survive i read it i don't know a couple months ago now but it's it's incredible it's terrifying and it really makes you grateful to even just be born on this patch of earth that we're in because it's pretty unimaginable what it's like in other places uh 
in the world. And sorry, her book is called In Order to Live. Um, but anyways, so sorry, this one's just kind of a rambling mess. I have didn't get a chance to really put anything together here. But yeah, putting luck as an ideal to strive towards is, I mean, it's not even, it doesn't even make any sense because you can't aim at luck. The very nature of luck is that you can't seek it, it seeks you. So why bother? <laughs> it's again, it's just, I don't know. I don't know what to say because some things nowadays drive me a little bit nuts. I, I mean, let's again, so look by this, through this point by point. So again, it says the rich love to preach this doctrine because one, it elevates their status, making them worthy of all that they have. Okay, sure. You know what? I can, I could get behind that for some people, maybe, but at the same time, maybe it's almost a roadmap. It's like, you know, like you, you can hear some pretty inspiring people who, yeah, they're wealthy and they got it through working hard or designing something that completely revolutionized an industry, again, through intelligence and hard work. And, you know, again, linking back to the psychological terms, conscientiousness and industriousness, it's hard to argue like those are personality traits that will help you succeed financially. So again, maybe it's just a roadmap. It's showing everybody else that, hey, like, I was able to do this. I was able to get to this point through hard work and through intelligence. And so can you like, maybe it's not just about sitting up there and, you know, elevating yourself and just building yourself up thinking, oh, yeah, I earned every penny that I have. This is great. And you know what, again, you know, flip side to this, there are people like that, for sure. But that doesn't mean that the path there or the goal or the the ideal presented isn't valid or isn't worthwhile or something to strive towards. So again, so number two, it reduces their guilt over having so much more than others, as those others were clearly not worthy of riches. Well, I don't know if they really feel that guilty anyway. I don't think you need to justify it this way. Like, you know, I mean, and again, like I've talked about this before, but I have customers, right? Like we do a lot of work on really high-end custom homes. We've built them from the ground up and the, you know, the electrical that goes into there is a little bit more fine-tuned. It's, there's more to it. And obviously it costs a lot more. They're wanting higher quality work and different components that your average house doesn't have. But from my experience, you'll you notice the difference between people who were born into that kind of money and the people who worked and earned it, who worked for it. Like, I mean, we've had people who were born into it and they don't give a shit about the tradespeople. They have, you know, they do, you do get the sense that they look down on you and they're somehow better than you. And you know what? Those people drive me crazy. I, I get it. I understand it. You know, I don't particularly feel resentful. I just think they're an asshole like I don't I don't know how else to put it some people are just like that but the ones who have made it themselves I mean I've talked about it on a story before but we built his custom home and I was actually just out there two weeks ago installing a new car charger he picked up a, a new electric vehicle so he wanted a new car charger put in anyway the guy could not be more giving you know if he tried like everything is like, oh, hey, man, can I grab you a drink or, you know, whatever, trying to help me out. And he's he likes to get his hands in there, likes to learn. Like you can tell he's intelligent and he's curious and he actually takes an active interest in people. You know, there is no, there is none of this idea where he's 
you know, better than other people or trying to deal with the guilt associated with that. That's not what I have ever experienced with this guy. Or, you know, again, there's been a few others. Like, they'll give you a couple hundred dollar tip on, you know, they'll match the bill in a tip to you as a technician. And I've had this from multiple different people, you know, from uh, a musician who I had worked on his house. And again, he was incredibly wealthy. He was gifted with musical talents and whatever else like he has these traits that he was just born with and you know what is there a bit of luck there yeah there is but he also worked hard with that he fine-tuned his craft and he made it up the ladder and I can't imagine there's much more of a competitive area than music you know because it also takes into account people's personal taste and choice and I don't know anyway I, I imagine that To get to that point, it was incredibly competitive. He had to put in a lot of hard work, despite the fact that he was born with a talent that not everybody has. So yeah, a little bit of luck, but he could have just sat there and let it waste away or done nothing with it. And, you know, maybe he would have enjoyed it, but, you know, this is the path that he chose. And he's, again, incredibly giving, like, you know, huge tips to, to us technicians when we come out there and do some electrical work. Again, same idea. He's very interested in what we're doing. He likes to learn hands-on. And these are just a couple of experiences that I've had, you know, so it's obviously anecdotal evidence, but being in the service industry, like you deal with all different kinds of people. And again, like I'm trying to crush with this podcast, you get a stigma associated with you as a tradesperson. You know, you're just this dumb guy who kind of, you know, knows how to build a few things, tweak things, but there's not really much going on upstairs. And, you know, people, people aren't all like that. Like that, that's what's interesting. And that's what I like to try to crush with this podcast, but even this idea that, you know, everybody who has money just got it through luck and they just look down on everybody below them, it's such a lie. It comes down to an individual person, and again, I've ran into those obnoxious losers who were born into it, they even talk about it, you know, they flaunt it like, oh yeah, my dad did this and blah, 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 and then, you know, he set me up with this house, and you can tell right away those people are losers, but that's... That's just who they are. That doesn't have to do with, I don't think, anything else. I mean, maybe it just amplifies what an asshole they were, but such is life, you know? That Those are kind of the breaks. And then so the third part of this is it pacifies the less well-to-do by placing the blame for their lack of success squarely on their shoulders. Now, this may be one of the most, I don't know, subjective and just you're projecting like maybe that's how the author of this post feels you know I don't feel placated by the fact that oh well you know I just I didn't work hard enough like that's it no like if anything that should be a driving force like like look oh really I could accomplish all this if I just tried if I put in a little bit of effort maybe I you know try to learn a few new skills increase my intelligence in a certain area Uh, increase my mastery on whatever, again, it doesn't have to be trade specific, whatever line of work you're in, and you just pick up a few more skills to increase your tool set, increase your skill set, and then you're so much more adaptable to moving forward in that that area. And that's another thing that you got to kind of keep in mind is you've always got to keep learning, especially when it comes to trades. Uh, electrical, I'm, I'm thinking about specifically, but the industry evolves so fast. The technology changes so quickly. And so the idea of, 
you know, staying stagnant and kind of resting on your laurels, it's a, a failing strategy. I promise you that you've got to keep up with the times and that that requires learning that requires a lot of effort. Um, but again, that's what will help you become prosperous. And uh, anyway, so that sorry about this episode. It's kind of a bit of rambling. I just I don't know. <laughs> I saw this. I saw this post and it drove me a little bit crazy because Again, there is nothing wrong with hard work, trying to increase your intelligence, learn a thing or two along the way. You know, not only will it help build yourself up personally, but I think it's it really helps me moving forward. It, it helps me in my job. It helps me in my money earning capability. It, it helps me in everything. So I'm just trying to pass this little bit of info along to you. I don't know if it's going to go, if it has gone viral or what the deal is, but I know that this idea is very prevalent nowadays. Um, the idea that anybody who has more than you did nothing to earn it, you know, eat the rich type thing. And I understand there's more to that saying than just that. I, I get it. I get it. But the sentiment that goes along with that, I don't think understands everything else. So it, just try to be open to the, this idea and don't let anybody fool you into thinking that, you know, your life is hopeless just because, you know, that everything is based on luck, that the people who have made it in life are only there because they got lucky, you know, because again, what does that mean for the rest of us who aren't cajillionaires? What hope do we have? You know, we're just going to wait, hope that, you know, this stroke of lightning or stroke of luck hits us and then we're all of a sudden going to make it? No, no, we're going to go push through life, try to get ahead and do whatever we can, you know, scratch and claw, push our way to the front and and make something with our lives. That's in our own hands. That's in our capability. It's not it's not just out there floating in the ether and hopefully it picks you. Hopefully you're the one who gets who lands it big, strikes it rich and voila. Now you can look down on everybody else. That's not the way it is. And you know Again, those people who work their way to the top, who understand that grind, who understand the climb, they're, again, just the most giving people that I've, I've experienced working for as far as customers go. They understand it. They get it. They value hard work. When they see that put in by me as a tradesperson, person, as a technician, they appreciate it and they reward it because they get it. You know, they've been there. They've been through the grind. They've been through the struggle just because they've they're at this certain peak in their life. You know, I mean, maybe they've got loftier goals. Maybe this is just a plateau they're settling at, whatever. I, good for them. I, I love the fact that people push forward and strive to get better, strive to do better for their families. That's, that's an admirable trait. And it shouldn't be demonized and just labeled as lucky. So if there's anything with this podcast, sorry, again, it, this is just a rambling one. I had no notes. I wasn't planning on releasing one this week, but then this popped in my newsfeed and I, you know, like any psychopath, I'm down here in my basement just yelling into my microphone. So it is what it is. That's this week's episode. Thank you guys for tuning in this week. And uh, next week, hopefully I've got something that's a little bit more well thought out and put together. All right, everyone. That's it for today. I hope you found some value in this week's episode. If you did and are interested in more content like this, please rate, review, subscribe, and recommend the podcast to a friend. I really appreciate all the feedback you have given me to this point and look forward to hearing from you again. As always, the podcast page is The Vlad Jacket Philosopher on Facebook, at Jacket Vlad on Twitter, 
and at philosopher on Instagram. That concludes this week's episode. Thank you so much for the continued support and especially to those of you who reach out weekly with comments on each episode. Have a great week and I'll talk to you all again soon.